Hey, good afternoon, everybody. We are back. Welcome to episode rank, uh, Rankable episode 14. I'm your host as always, Jared Thomas, Senior Account Executive at iPoolRank. And today's segment is going to be our LinkedIn All-Star segment. I have a very, very special guest with me today. Um, I'm going to go over his background. He has over 75,000 followers on LinkedIn. Um, he's also, you know, started out his career over 10 years ago. Uh, he's, you know, he's worked at places like Constant Contact, HubSpot, Drift, and now with a second stint at Privy, which is the number one sales app on Shopify. He also created things like Tech in Boston. It was also a guest lecturer at the Harvard Business School and also produced, hosted, and marketed the Grove Show for HubSpot. And he turned it into the number five business podcast on the iTunes charts. So I'd like to welcome our special guest today, Dave Gerhardt, CMO of Privy. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. Uh, we, I'm just happy to chat with you earlier. Happy to be here now and, and happy to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is uh, this weird thing called LinkedIn. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about this. I appreciate you joining, man. And uh, we sure. were talking about it earlier. So for all the people who are just joining today, so this segment specifically is for everybody who's looking to build their personal brand on LinkedIn, right? How do you grow your audience, right? What should you be posting about? How do you even get your audience and what is the importance of it, right? So I'm going to be speaking with today, today about all these things and give you guys some actionable tips that you can implement to your strategy, what's worked really well for us, and, and we'll go forward, right? So just jumping right into it, right? One thing that I'm really intrigued about Dave is about um, is that he's unlike most CMOs, right? So most CMOs you think of, you know, they're behind the scenes. They're not really thinking brand. They're thinking all strategy and things like that. But he's been on the forefront, right? <laughs> you know, just building podcasts making sure he's out there. Now to the point he's at 75,000 followers on LinkedIn channel alone. So I would love to know from you, Dave, like what, what was that realization that you were like, hey, LinkedIn is it. And when did you start posting regularly and taking it seriously? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, first of all, on, the, on the, the CMO thing, like I've always just been a marketer doing stuff and I happened to just progress that way. And so it wasn't like, I didn't wake up and was like, you know, I want to be a CMO one day. I just was like, oh, I'm doing marketing and I keep getting better at it and 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 get to have more opportunities doing it. And so here I am. And and I think for me, for I've always kind of been like a, a content creator first. I've always wanted to like put stuff out into the world, whether that's through podcasts or writing or email. And so LinkedIn had just became this amazing channel to be able to do it. So yeah. I really focus on LinkedIn when when I was at Drift and we were really focusing on B2B sales and marketing. And LinkedIn is just the home home for that. Like if you yeah. want to get, you know, especially in the business world, like um, B2B sales and marketing content, LinkedIn is the perfect spot for it. And so I wanted to show up regularly there because marketing is all about, and sales, honestly, it's, yeah. it's about being where your dream customers are. And today that okay. is online. And so that's maybe it's on Instagram, right? If you sell, if you're a, a B2C company, your consumer product, you're going to be on Instagram. Well, for me in that world, it was LinkedIn. And uh, I noticed that the LinkedIn um, stuff that I was starting to post on LinkedIn. So so they, they rolled out this new video feature. Uh, and I just was like, oh, that's interesting. I couldn't, I didn't know you could post videos on LinkedIn. And so I started posting videos of just me like walking down the street, walking to work, you know, sharing something about marketing, like a marketing tip. And I posted this first video and the, the video had like 30,000 views in like an hour. And I was like, there's no way that could be right that's because I don't have that big of an audience. And so I posted another video and I said, hey, I, LinkedIn has this new video thing and I wonder if this is like real or not. So comment, like send me a message back. I want you to email me if you actually saw my video. Cause sometimes I was like, oh, is LinkedIn just like, you know, gassing up the numbers. So people think that video right. is big. Right. Um, and it wasn't, I got like 200 emails in an hour and I was like, 
holy shit, this wow. LinkedIn, like the LinkedIn reach is huge. And I had also heard, uh, Gary V had been talking a lot about at the time, like, oh, LinkedIn is like the new Facebook. And I was like, I don't know what that really means. Yeah. I started posting a lot and seeing it like this post got 10, you know, you only have like 10,000 followers on LinkedIn, but the post has a hundred thousand views on it. And so yeah. something was happening. And so I just said, I'm going to ride this wave. But then it also like, I got really it made me a better copywriter. Like I wanted to show up every day and have a something interesting to say or something that is important to me about marketing and show up every single day to like work on that, that skill. And then the fun part happens is like you get that direct response feeling, which is like, oh, the more I post, the more comments that I got, the more people I talk to, the more connections I got, the more, and this is not for the sake of a vanity metric, but like you wouldn't believe the, I got the the CMO of Salesforce like connects with me directly on LinkedIn like two years ago uh, after seeing some content. And I'm like, holy cow, this is amazing. So I just kept building on that. And, and now, honestly, it's, it's not that I ever sat out to like, hey, I'm going to do this to build my personal personal brand. I'm the same person you see on LinkedIn as I am right now, which is like, I, I love marketing. Marketing is not just my job as a CMO, but it's also like my hobby in a weird way. Uh, and it's the thing that I love to do. And so I love to teach it. I love to talk about it. I love to share it. And, and LinkedIn has been an amazing place to do that. And I get to reap the rewards of it, which is yeah. um, being able to build a, build, a, build a network there that has been now beneficial to me in my life and my career. That, that's that's amazing, man. And I, I think I've had the same the same approach, right? So I started like in November. So I told you a little earlier. So I went from about two thousand to about seven thousand followers, and it was the same thing. And for those listening, right, the reason why the the visibility and reach is so huge on LinkedIn is because they're content deficient, right? Only two percent of the people post on LinkedIn that are active members. So if you think about six hundred and seventy five million people and two percent are posting. We're all fighting for those impressions. So that's the reason why you can get somebody with 700 followers. I seen yesterday had 21,000 likes on a post. He had two master's degrees up. Like I just graduated from North Carolina and it took off. And that's the things that take off on LinkedIn, right? The authenticity, the storytelling, just being yourself. Like this big misconception that you have to be buttoned up. You'd have to have a briefcase to post on LinkedIn. And that's so not true. Couldn't be further from the truth. So I think it was the same thing for me. I posted a story about I forgot what it was. Um, one of the LinkedIn editors uh, picked up one of my stories. It was about like the retail apocalypse. And I just got mm. a notification. LinkedIn, you know, posted your story. I'm like, okay, brushed it off. But then I see the views. I end up getting to 40,000 views in about a couple of hours. Then I was like, holy crap. And I'm on the side rail. <laughs> yeah. And, and like what, what, other, what other platform would allow you to do that? Like if, if you didn't have 100,000 followers uh, there. And, and your, your point that you made is, is important, which is like, the reason the shifts a shift happened in LinkedIn where two, three years ago, and, and majority of people still think this way. I think like we are in the, I guess we're like in the, right. we're doing a podcast right now on LinkedIn, talking about LinkedIn. We're in like the 1% of people who think about LinkedIn, right? Like totally. I think to the average person, someone's going to still say to you, Jared, that that's, that's a business network. Like, you know, what is that? Like, <laughs> um, but I think what happened is people like you, like you just talked about, or that, that post that you talked about or me or whoever, started just being like, you know what, screw this. This is just a channel. This is another channel where people like me are online. I'm going to, I'm going to post my real stuff. And so I started posting like, you know, stuff about being a dad and, and, and my kids and, and, you know, things that I'm doing. And I've seen friends of mine have posted stuff about, you know, um, mental health awareness and like going through depression and how it all relates to business. And like, that's the right, that that's real content. Not like, Hey, we have a, we have a webinar at two o'clock tomorrow. Like, and this is the biggest challenge with social media. And, and this is the biggest challenge in social media and B2B brands in particular is yeah. 
they they wonder why they don't get any engagement or anything interesting happens on social media. But then if you go and look at what they're posting, it's all about me, 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 me. Hey, sign up for my thing, go to my event. Like, and so the other change that I made two years ago was I actually used to promote when I was working at Drift, I used to promote a lot of like company stuff. Like, hey, we got an event tomorrow. Go here. Hey, we got to do this. I said, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that and just talk about marketing. Like go one layer higher up, right? Mm-hmm. So like even higher up than the company is going to be marketing. I'm, I'm going to be known for talking about marketing. That's when like the growth really just exploded because then it wasn't like, oh, I know if I see this, you know, bald, shiny guy's head, face, and my feet every day, he's showing up to like sell me something and I I don't want that. And so now, you know, I'd say nine out of 10 posts that I make, it's just information. I'm just putting stuff out there, asking questions, sharing content. And then not only does it make the engagement better, but um, when I do need to promote something now, it works way better because exactly. people know that I'm not always doing it. And so that the nine out of 10 times, the one time that I make the ask, it's going to be more effective. And so like, it was important to find that, that rhythm too, from, for, from just a social media posting perspective. That, that's so, that's so key, man. I, I think that's, that's crucial, right? Cause I think that's a problem that a lot of brands have, right? Like you said, it's all about me. Right. And the biggest thing about LinkedIn is that you have to give, 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 right. When I stop just thinking about business and I use this line a lot, I'm, I'm going to have to bury it soon, but I don't know if you ever heard of this, right? Teach them how to fish and they'll learn you sell fishing poles. It's one of the best lines I've heard. Yeah. I've heard it from a social media director and I've been running <laughs> with it. I apply it to everything. Right. You don't need to know about my business. I don't have to tell you who I pull rank is the agency. I don't need to tell you about SEO. Will I give you SEO tips? Absolutely. Will I give you marketing tips? Absolutely. But the things to take off is me going to jet skiing with my 14-year-old, you know, my 12-year-old son. And we're on the back of the jet skis with the back of New York. And they're like, oh, my God, that's cool. He's a good dad. He's all of these things. What does he do? <laughs> and then we end up building a relationship. And that's just how it is. And it actually brings me to another question I'm curious, right? Because I also see a lot of your team. Like, I'm, I'm connected with Daniel and a few other members of the Privy team. Also connected with a lot of people from Drift, right? So do you incorporate that into your strategy? Or is this something where they see you taking off and it's like, hey, I'm going to do this as well. Or is this something like talked about in marketing meetings? Like how should brands utilize LinkedIn? So I think where people get this wrong is everybody wants to do this, but at either company, there was never like, all right, team, everybody sit down. Uh, We are going to today. We're going to talk about LinkedIn posting. How I need everyone to be posting on social media. (laughs) No, because it doesn't work like that. Because if you're told to do it, you're not going to do it. The way, the reason that it works is because what you're seeing at Privy and what you what you see is that you have people that are on the team that love their job, that are passionate about what they're doing, and they're genuinely proud of it, and they want to share it on social media. And so, like, they're natural at sharing that. They're sharing stuff anyway. And so you give them a reason to do it. We definitely encourage people, and we say we have a product launch coming up. It'd be awesome if people shared it, but we're not going to force anybody to do it or make it part of everybody's job. But when you have people that are engaged with what, especially in marketing, that then the best marketing teams end up becoming like megaphone for end. And so I've kind of always been the like, you know, thump my chest, like marketing leader. My job is pump up the company. Like if you're hiring me, you're hiring me because my job is to pump up the company and pump up the brand. And like, I think osmosis that some of the team ends up, ends up doing that. It's not for everybody though. I I have uh, one of the best people on my team. One of the best people on my team right now, he says to me, in our interview, he's like, he is a genius. And he says, like, look, but we just got to be honest. I'm never going to love marketing as much as you. And I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. I don't need, you don't have to be here to promote this. Like, but if you can have three or four people on your team do it, 
um, especially if the most powerful ingredient here is is the CEO. Um, I think you can't you can't have a brand today where the CEO does not have a presence uh, on social media, and that's one of those things where like that that's kind of that's in the job description. If you're going to be CEO, you got to you got to be part marketer, uh, and I think it works really well when the when the CEO is not just sharing like you know PS we're hiring or oh my god my company's amazing we won this award, but the CEO is just straight up being being themselves. Every now and then you can share something about the team, but like you know share about your hiring process, what you're learning, what you're reading. You're on the jet ski on the weekend you know, with your kids. And, and, and what happens is instead of building a brand through social media, through the brand account, you build a brand through social media from all of the people. And so like, I, I like thinking of using the LinkedIn page from a brand perspective as almost like the news ticker. And so this is where, cause this, this is where people get stuck. They're like, well, if you're going to post that stuff through your personal page and like, what do you use for the company page for? Well, you need the company page because LinkedIn is such a magnet for jobs and recruiting. But the way that I would use the company page is to like, that's where somebody's going to like social media person, content person, whoever will manage this with the, the company page and we'll share out awards, hiring yeah. stats. Like that's okay to do it there. That's the company page. Yeah. But the way people are going to get to know our brand is through is through the the CMO, the CEO, the marketing person, and and like the the VP of product, and they're all going to be active on Twitter, and that's where you're going to share the the, the launch stuff. And I, I just found that that works really well when you're actually sharing it from from a person. That that makes so much sense, and I've seen that myself, right? Like you said, for your personal brand, nobody wants to hear like, oh, hey, the webinar things and all those you know all those other things. Is how does it affect me, right? If I'm just, I've got 7,000 followers, you have 77,000. Some people may be in sales, some probably people might be in marketing, some people might not give a damn, right? <laughs> so so how do you apply that to all the people, right? And that's why you have to be relatable, right? What's something that relates to a lot of people and what can you know people stick to? And I think that's really key. And I think one of the best brands that does this in terms of everybody just on board, Gong. Gong is exceptional in this. I think their SDRs get 500 likes on a post. <laughs> I, I I would I I would like to think we helped inspire some of that, but I don't know. We'll have to go back and check. I love the gong. I love the gong team, and they 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 are a great example of of, of that of, of like being a B two B brand that is great at social media. But I think that it starts with they have a clear like articulated strategy for for doing yeah, that. Totally. And so hey, our our, our company page is going to exist for this purpose, and then like through people, it's going to exist for this purpose. And by the way, if you are not because um, there's going to be a, a people that listen to this at some point. And so yeah. if you are not comfortable, like, like it's not, not, so for me and for you, for example, like it's natural to just post on social media. Like yeah. I don't care if, if people get mad or, or I post something and nobody reads it. I don't care on to the next one. I'll post it again tomorrow. Fine, whatever. But there's some people who just don't want to put themselves out there that social media is not their thing. It's a different personality type hundred percent. That's okay. But if your job, if you're in marketing or, you know, or, or social media or sales at that company, you have to find a way to encourage, you can play the behind the scenes role and, and like help the CEO and others become the face of the brand. Like it doesn't have to be you, but it can be your job to like help enable that at the company. That That's really powerful to just have people inside of the company doing it. It doesn't have to be you because you're in marketing. Totally. Totally. And that makes complete sense, man. And that's something that we've been doing at IPR, man. It's something I appreciate all the team and their support, like setting these things up, doing the copy, all these things. This is definitely a team effort. So I appreciate that, man. And, uh, and I'm curious from you as a salesperson, right? Where do you see LinkedIn being? Because I'm in all these different podcasts. I'm asked to be at least one or two a week, right? And they always ask me the same thing. You know, how did you grow your audience on LinkedIn and how do you use it to grow your business, right? So where do you see LinkedIn and social media being a part in terms of salespeople strategy to reach 
out? Like, do you think like the, the cold emails are dead, cold calls are dead? Like, where do you see this fitting, you know, in let's say another year or two from now? I think the best thing that you could do if you sell anything is to be building some type of brand for yourself on on LinkedIn and start doing that now. The hard part is like you're not going to be able to pay off of, of that until later. Yeah. However, uh, if you can be posting for a year, like here, here's a great example. Maybe maybe I'm in the market for an SEO agency right now, right? Mm-hmm. Through this through this show, I now know who you are. You've emailed me. You got my attention. You got me to book this this interview. I, I'm connected to you, so I see your stuff on LinkedIn. Now we're doing this interview, right? Um, I just posted something about an SEO agency. I got a hundred emails in my inbox of companies that are trying to pitch us, but I'm more likely to now hit you up after this and say, Hey, do you think you guys could help with this? Because I just feel like I trust you and I know you and I have some relationship with you. Now that takes time. And so like, you can't, you can't post on LinkedIn for two weeks and expect that, you know, all of a sudden things are going to change. And it's also not about, Hey, it's not about like, Oh, you're more credible because you have more followers than some other salesperson. Take that out of it. What I want to see is like, if I go to your page and I see, weeks and months of thoughtful, interesting content about sales, I'm going to be like, huh, you know what? This guy like probably cares about this thing and he has a passion for this. And this is more than a job. It's a craft to him. I'm going to take his phone call versus, you know, Joe Schmo, who doesn't even have a LinkedIn picture up. And like the last thing that they have is like where they went to eighth grade on their LinkedIn profile. (laughs) I'm not going to feel like that's a real person. And so like today, because every service is a commodity, there's so much noise and competition the advantage that you have is to be a real person. And so the more you can do that and become a real and show that you're a real person online, it, it, it just such an advantage in, in the sales process. And, you know, I, I, I know it all the time, but I'll get messages from people now. Uh, Cause I'll see that, you know, the, the title says like, you know, BDR or inside sales representative. They're like, Hey Dave, um, loved your post today about copywriting. Perfect. Like Both. there's no ask in that. Right. Both. What most people do though, is they say, Hey Dave, love your post about copywriting, you know, something, 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 uh, by the way, here's the problem. Do you have 15 minutes tomorrow? The, who, the person who's yeah. going to win that game is the person who's just going to say that. Right. And like you did, you had a, you made a, you had a witty comment on, on one, on, on a post. Right. And now, now we're connected and that was the catalyst to actually make that happen. So you can add so much value, not just by posting, but by commenting, commenting and yeah. being part of the community. And so before I even had however many followers there are now, I was commenting on a Jason Lemkin on, you know, people that are influential in this space. I'm going actively be like, you know what? I'm going to show up on this guy's posts every day. And that's one way to do it. And I see it now people, people comment on my posts and then I'll get a message from a friend. that's like, dude, I commented on your post and I got like 700 messages today. Like who are these people? Right. But that's, what's possible. You, it's, it's not just you pushing stuff out. It's like you being an active participant in the community. You have to. And I, I posted that the other day. It got like seven likes, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> nobody, I don't know what it is. That was gold, man. But me and you think so similar when it comes to that, right? Like, like, and then tell people, this, I'll tell people the story. Like, so when I first started, Dave is one of the first people I connected with, right? What drew me into you is that I kept seeing people engage with your post, but then it had soon to be big announcement of CMO to come. I'm like, what the, who the hell is, all right, cool. I'm totally with that. All right, let's do it. So I'm sitting there like in the post, you know, and every day I'm like, damn, you dropping some gems. And it was one day, I think you post like twice in an hour. And I was like, oh, you got the NBA jam net going on right now. You're all fired. And you responded back, like, I've got the Sean Kemp going on. <laughs> and then we just started connecting. And then from there, 
There was no ask, right? I just hit you up on the DM like, yo, man, appreciate you, man. I, I might have did a, like a sleazy sales pitch like a couple of weeks later. It was kind of whack. But then I didn't stop from there because <laughs> I had to shoot my shot. Shooters got to shoot. But, um, you know, I think that's But again, we, like, who, who – but, like, you sent that message and I didn't see it. And so I don't know and I don't hold that against you. Like, I think you 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 have enough touch points all around to, like, build up this brand where if you do something like that, like, it's okay, right? You have, a, you have like, a free pass because now, like, now you actually get to have a real connection. And not everyone is going to see – same way we're like, oh, I'm – People won't post because they're afraid of what people might think. Well, guess what? Most of the time you're going to post and you're going to get seven likes like you just talked about in your post. And nobody's going to see it anyway. So yeah. why are you stressed out about people seeing it? Most people are not. If it works, by the way, people are going to see it. And then that's a good problem to have. Even on the flip side, there's been times I've got a little engagement and then I go to the street. Like there's been times when before the COVID thing, right? Me and my boy Lee, we used to just do videos every single day for about a month. He used to work here. And we go outside for lunch. And then people are like, Jay, that's Jared and me. And I'm like, holy, <laughs> like we're lit out here. You know what I mean? It was crazy. But even, you know, don't look at vanity metrics. Like people see it. Even if they don't like yeah. it, so many DMs like, yo, man, you're doing your thing. I'm liking it at them. Like, would you just like my damn post, fam? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to, I was, I was trying to shut my mouth because I was just going to say it to you. I was like, I would have been like, well, you know, God forbid you went doot, doot, on that post. And, you know, but that's true. <laughs> There's just people out there who are not, who are just, who are just looking. Right? That's it. They're, they're just looking and, and, and you never know. You never know. And so I think every every chance is the opportunity to show up. And I also think like not everybody has, you don't have to go build a personal brand. Like it's not a requirement. Is I, it, I an, think, is it say, an advantage? Think, yes, it's an advantage. Sorry, absolutely. go ahead. What were no, you going to say? I was going to say, I think personal brand is a misconception that you are your brand. It's just you being you. Exactly. That's, all it is. You I, that's why it drives me. I, I, I hate the question like, hey, how? tell me about how you set out to build your personal brand. It was not like I woke up one day and I was like, you know what I could benefit from? I could benefit from a personal brand. Like, no, I just kind of have a kind of had a big mouth and wanted to like apply it to online. And just, I always want, I, I, what I found was all I was doing was sharing what I'm doing in marketing. And that was interesting to other people. And like, look at Reddit, right? There's there's a million subreddits for every niche topic you could think of from the NBA all the way down to like, there's probably a subreddit for like, you know, a black hydro flask, you know, fans. And, yeah. and, and that's all, you only have to care about appealing to that audience. And so I got really interested in marketing. I found out there was this other engaged group of people who also felt the same. And I want to keep feeding that now. It would be no different if I collected sneakers or, or was a painter and found that community for, for me in this world in sales and marketing just happens to be on LinkedIn. That's it, man. And I think that's, that's gold right there. So anybody looking, right, or anybody listening to this right now, right, the biggest thing, right, know your audience, right? Know who do you want to reach, right? Before you start posting content, how do you want to reach these people? Like me personally, I took... I had to take the sales stuff out of it, right? So I wanted to get in touch with people like Dave or similar people in the roles like that, CMOs, VPs, things like that. And I can't do it just pitching, right? But it's a different story if I'm telling you my story and you feel more connected, it's more authentic, right? Just go for it, right? Even if nobody cares, people always listen and people are watching. It's still better. You getting one like, I don't care if I get one, I'm going to work the hell out of that one like. <laughs> also, by the way, especially if you're in sales and marketing, like copywriting, is the, yeah. the single most important skill that you could have. I think it's the most important business skill. The the ability to clearly and concisely communicate and you know get people to pay attention, get into whatever is so important. Let's talk about another benefit. Okay. Let's say there was no even like or comment button on LinkedIn. You had no idea. 
if zero people liked it, but every single day for the next year, you got better at your communication. Like there's just an act of like forcing yourself. Oh shoot. Hold on. You're good, man. <laughs> got so excited. I lost my headphones. It's just like, there's an act of like just showing up every day, yeah. working on something like you're writing, you're going to get by. Do you think you're going to be a better writer a year from now or worse? You're going to get better every single day. You have to do something that's going to improve the way that you write copy, which is going to improve the emails you send. It's going to improve the notes to your team. It's going to you know, improve your next steps, follow up. It's going to improve everything. So it's not just a vanity. I just don't want people to be like, it's a vanity, like get likes thing. It's a, it's also a communicate. It's, it's one way to work on your communication skills in Very public. Fun. Great point, man. And actually, somebody left a question. I think one of some of the members on our marketing team, and I think she goes back to that. What's it more important, views or engagement on post? I would piggyback off of that. I would say engagement, right? Like the likes are cool. The views are cool. All of that really, what is what relationships are you having? What relationships are you cultivating out of that post? That's how I look at it, right? How many people did I meet this week, right? And just genuinely meet, met, you know what I mean? What do we have in common? You'd be surprised. A lot of times out the week, I'm on a phone call from six to eight o'clock at night with LinkedIn connections. How can I help you? I don't ask for a thing, right? But it's to the point now where those people are also go back and they'll post, hey, just spoke with Jared yesterday and he's a great dude, man. He really knows his stuff. Now it's more visibility for my target audience, right? More credibility for myself. So how would you how would you view that, Dave? I'm curious. Like what's the ROI with somebody like myself who's growing? You know what I mean? Like how would I measure this? What would be the best way? So I think engagement, I kind of, I lost you in the internet for a minute, but I think you're asking about um, engagement. Like, you know, is, is it engagement versus likes? I think yeah. it's, enga it's engagement. For me, I know when I post something, like a, a great, if, if I hit on a great post, it'll be like, I'll see a bunch of people who I consider like CMO, marketing leader peers actually in the comments. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's just a bunch of random people that, I'm, that are trolling me, then it's, it's not real, right? In, engagement is number one. Uh, and even at a small scale, I would focus on engagement. So let, let, let's just say like you just start posting and you've never had, you've never had anybody from a related company or industry comment or like your stuff. That'd be a good benchmark for me, right? Like totally. if you're trying to sell, if you're selling into, you know, let's say SaaS, B2B SaaS companies, all of a sudden you're posting regularly and you're starting to notice that people of a certain, you know, kind of job type and job title are starting to comment on your stuff. Okay. There, there, there might be, there might be something here. And so I think like a lot of the content game is about your, is about gut feeling. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it, it, think about yourself, think about your personal life in, in Instagram, right? I, I use yeah. Instagram as like the one account that I have kind of locked down just for friends and family. And yeah. I post a lot right. of, you know, pictures of my kids and videos and stuff. Um, and, and like, even I'll joke with my wife, like, oh, that this post is going to blow up. And it's just a joke, like, <laughs> you know, cause it's a, it's, it was a video of like my daughter hitting my son in the head with a ball. And you just know that that post is going to blow up. And, and sure enough, it does. I can't tell you right now how many likes and comments that got because you don't remember those things. But you just yeah, know yeah. that like, you know, you got a ton of messages from people that day. And, and like, that's yeah. the same thing. It doesn't have to be this perfectly quantifiable ROI. You can post something and be like, huh, I got more responses on that than, than usual. And then the key is though to keep going down that thread, especially if you're doing this for your personal brand and doing it on LinkedIn, which is, hmm. This is the whole content game in a nutshell, by the way, whether it's your podcast, exactly. your blog, LinkedIn, whatever. Huh. 
That was that got more of a response than, than normal. Okay, what was that? Oh, that was about this topic. Okay, I'm going to go create another thing about this topic. Exactly. That's how you find out. Now, I can't tell you for sure which posts are going to blow up, which podcasts, which blogs, but I have a pretty good gut feeling that like I'll be talking with the team be like, ooh, I bet this one is going to blow up. And that's just because a couple of years now of like feeling it every day, you can just see. You know, you're optimizing, man. Same, same thing for me. It's like the flip side, right? My best posts are the ones I don't think about. Like, I don't think about the ones I'm just typing. I'm just like, oh, I'm in a vibe today. Let me just tell my story and da da da. Boom, it takes off. But then let me actually craft something. <laughs> like, yeah, this is going to take off for that audience. And then I'm back to seven likes and I'm like, damn. So I also want to say, you know, just, just be yourself. Just let it flow for the most part, right? Like, you know, when you have good content and just let it go. Like, don't overthink it. When I overthink, I do terrible. I just yeah. have to tell my story and just go. Yeah, my, um, so the guy that I work for at Drift, David Cancel, he's the CEO. He would always tell me like reps and sets. He would say reps and sets. And what that means is like mm -hmm. you have to put in the reps and sets, like working out, which is like you might have to, in order to figure out the good ones, you might have to put out 99 bad ones, right? Exactly. Because you have to get them all out of your system. And so, yeah, you're not going to write, you're not going to write something great every time. It's not going to work out every time, but it's the compounding returns of like doing it every day. That's how how you're going to get better in the first place. Man, that, that's that's gold right there, man. That's definitely a rankable moment. Uh, we've we got one more minute left, guys. I would love to get anybody else's, you know, questions for Dave, if, you know, if you guys have any. If not, you know, I definitely would, I think we'll just cut it off here because I could go all day with this. Dave will be here for another hour, man. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> but I, good. Yeah, but I, I appreciate you so much, Dave. Thank you for joining, man. It's been a pleasure meeting you and chatting with you, man. Like I said, you've been one of my people that I've looked at on LinkedIn and like, hey, this is who I'm going to mimic and this is who I'm going to go after. So I appreciate it. And to be talking to you now, man, it's like, it's super cool, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. This was fun. I'll, I'll, I'll do it again if you want. We'll talk later. We we'll love that, man. Let's do it in six, six months or a year, man. Be like, hey, Jay, man, where you at with it? Are you at 10,000, 15,000? I'll definitely keep you posted, man. I'll be your accountability partner. I better see a zero next to that the next time that we talk. Done deal. <laughs> Done <laughs> see deal. you later. All right, brother. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody, for listening and joining. Thanks again for, for joining Rankable, man. It's been a pleasure. Episode 14. Thank you for the support. Uh, you know, We'll see you guys next week. We have Relativity CEO Darren Alpert, and we'll be working it out. We'll be working out. He's actually he's a VC and um, has investment. Show you guys how to get investment capital from VCs like Mark Cuban. So that's going to be a good one. Really cool. Thank you for the support, man. And speak to you guys soon. One love.